Hello and welcome back to the Home Advantage podcast. I'm Chrissy, and I'm so excited to chat to you today. Today we are diving into part two of our three-part series, Ambitious as Fuck and Ready to Grow in 2023. And this is part two and we are going to focus on strategy in this podcast. So last just to recap on the last episode and feel free to go back and listen to it but it was it was definitely more of a reflection and, and reflections from what we've experienced at Hiring Advantage in 2022. I hope that that episode prompted you to think about what worked for you in terms of growing your team, if there was any blockers that came for, up for you in terms of time, in terms of money and then just to reiterate the importance of that attraction of your ideal applicant. So that was last week's episode this week's episode is really delving into the strategy so look if you're anything like me and and the podcasts that i follow and the women that i work with there is that strategy that planning that happens at the, the either the end of the year or the start of the year whereas we're getting really ready to look at what worked for us what we want to improve on and what goals we want to set for ourselves and our businesses if you're in that growth scale phase of your business now we're going to break this down into a few steps but i just wanted to you know let you know what resources i have that are available to help you so i highly recommend if you haven't done it already and i will make sure the link is in the show notes but i have a fantastic free mini course which talks to your pre-hiring so it's really the first steps that you need to do so this particular episode of the podcast is going to be more high level and more strategic but it will really step out for you how to implement the start of a hiring process into your business and it's got a, a guide that you can download and then it's got little mini videos that you can refer back to as you go throughout your hiring process so I re- really highly recommend that it's a, such a useful resource and it's something that you can refer back to time and time again so if we dive into the strategy of you know what we can set ourselves up for uh, for a fantastic 2023 and this podcast is for ambitious women who want to grow who want to refine who want to build every year and that's certainly the the phase of business that i'm at too so i'm really along the journey with you so we're going to break your strategy down and this is something i talk about quite frequently but we're really going to do this as a new year's goal setting exercise so we're going to look at your role so in order to drive your business forward as a business owner you need to be happy comfortable and reassessing all the time that your needs are being met by your business so that you're working towards having a role that you really love I'm that's not to say that you're not going to have to put hard work in sometimes you're going to have to do tasks that you don't want to do but really we want to be we went into business because we had something to give but also because we want to spend our time doing something we love so we need to check in with ourselves and make sure we're working towards that and then really importantly and where we'll focus more of our time in this episode is that long-term strategy of your business so are we working towards your monetary goals are we assessing our finances are we building an organizational structure and a team that is going to serve our business going forward and are we future-proofing our team so we're not reactive hiring we're hiring with purpose we're hiring with thought and then i'm going to talk to you about the various support 
things that I have in place for you, whether that's the Instagram free info, there's obviously so many episodes of this podcast that you can refer back to, but also freebies and potentially the hiring playbook could be right for you as well. I really want Hiring Advantage to be a hub for small businesses. And look, I I say small businesses, but some of our clients are not particularly small, right? I think that the playbook is fantastic for more of your startup businesses and is a tool that you can use to implement a process. Because I think when you are in a more of a startup phase of business, there are so many processes and systems that you're implementing into your business, marketing plans, finance structures, client onboarding structures, your automations in your business and hiring is something that needs a process and a system for and i've basically done the work for you in the hiring playbook so definitely check that out and we'll explore that as we go so well i want to talk about your role which is super exciting i it's really important to understand where we're at and what phase of business we're at and what your role looks like the way that we can do that is by asking a series of questions it's really important to look at the time that we're spending on various tasks in our business. So if I ask you a question to frame this, my question would be, what is your current role? Or what does a typical day look like? What does a typical week look like? So we need to look at where we are now. And then we need to check in with ourselves as to where we want to go. So I talk about this in the playbook and really explore it individually with my clients. If you were working in your dream role, what tasks would you be doing every week? What tasks would you never do? Would you still be client facing? Are you still working in the business? How much time are you spending working on the business? And yes, you know, absolutely. It's not going to change overnight, but are we making moves? And particularly if we are hiring, are we making moves to take some of those tasks and duties that we don't want to do, that aren't serving us, that aren't lying at us, that aren't moving our business forward? And are we looking at ways to outsource them or bring team on to take them off of us? Now, I I do talk as well in the podcast is we need to be creating well-rounded roles in our business. So when we hire, the roles need to make sense, the tasks need to make sense under those people, but that goes for you too. So as a business owner, like I've certainly felt the pull of, you know, being the business owner, driving the business forward, um, executing marketing plans, sales, and then doing all the the operational stuff in the business as well. It, It can feel really like a juxtaposition where you feel really torn. So I think that's fine to be client facing, to serve your clients. And there's so many small businesses that are more of that solo model, but with support. Coaching businesses are a really good example of that. So if you're a coach, potentially the service, the product, the face of the business, and then potentially the roles you hire are going to be more support roles and you're going to be still in front of the client with that experience, maybe taking the calls, maybe pushing that over the line. It's you, you're the face of the business that come in for you. But what can you then ring fence in terms of working in the business? So administration is obviously the the first go-to, the marketing, other things that you can strip back and take away. Content creation, for example. If you are looking at building more of an agency model, is it sustainable for you to be doing all the client work? Or can you split 
the client work into different buckets and maybe you focus on one and then you hire a team to focus on the other. So I, I think it's really important to really think about what we want our ultimate roles to be and then just make sure that we're making moves to to you know move towards that. It's okay if it's not perfect right now. It, it's going to evolve, but it's really important to understand as we under, as we, and we'll talk about this in a second understand as to why we started our business and what we want that to look like but also understand what your you want your role to look like in that and and then every year your role should be getting closer and closer to that right and plus it's a super fun super upbeat exercise to be doing so certainly i look at my role i've got i i kind of do it quite monetary as well and like number of clients so i set myself goals because this I'm very goal orientated as an individual. So this is a tip you could take on board. But you literally look at what your growth plan is in terms of building client, building a client base, building your profit margin. And then you set yourself goals like when my profit increases to X or when my revenue increases to X, I'm going to outsource this task. So that could be giving some of your social media away. It could be purchasing a system to drive you forward and save you time and take that off your plate it could be hiring a team member so obviously you need to be looking at your strategy and your revenue and and plucking away at that but it is absolutely so important to review your role and make sure that you're feeling really great about that and that you're feeling motivated because you are the culture in your business as the ceo as the head of the business it comes from you so if you're not loving what you do and you're not feeling high energy it's going to be really tricky for you to show up your team but show up for your team and drive them forward and get those results so look after yourself is important it doesn't have to be perfect right away but you know we're goal setting we're looking at moving forwards i think that's such a fantastic place to start and also like a super fun activity for you to start your year with or end your year with depending on how you work now your long-term strategy of your business so I typically break this into a couple of parts. So one is your money and your resource forecasting. Now I'm not going to dig massively into this in this episode because it is scattered throughout the podcast. If you haven't done it or done it already, it is worth speaking to your accountant, reviewing your profit and loss statements. If you if you have got team and if you are planning to hire a team, you want to start looking at plotting your team against your profit your revenue and working out and really understanding how much your team's costing you on a weekly monthly annually basis and if those roles that you hire if they're going to make you money if they're going to cost you money and then you basically want to plot that out i literally have it on a spreadsheet guys so i look at my sales my historical say sales any predictive revenue that i know that i'm going to get i look at my team as a cost exactly the same as i'd look at a subscription cost and I look at an average of their casuals and they're working different hourlies, hours every week. And I plot them against my m- the money that I'm making in my business. And then I also look at if I'm gonna grow clients, how, how much can one worker service clients? And then if you service a client on a retainer, what resource or people costs are there to service that service (laughs) so is it two hours of a senior resource five hours of a junior resource what's the profit margin left over and plot that out 
I and then have a plan like when are you going to hire a team look at the finances around this it's such a great exercise to do with an accountant I also do this I've done this in projects for such a long time and I've done it forwards and backwards so I've done it backwards where you've, you've basically given a pot of money for a project and then you're attributing sections of those money to your resources and when I say resources I mean your team members because they are a resource a resource available to you to run your business right but it's a resource that is basically going to serve your clients and work on your business so it's a money element of the strategy in terms of your long-term strategy it's quite similar to what we talked about with your role so checking in with that and working out what you know what your business purpose is who are the clients that you serve and are you are you happy with where you're at do you know where you want to get to i use the restaurant example frequently so if you were working towards building a 50 seat fine dining restaurant where would you start where would you end up i use this example because it's really easy to visualize what a 50 seat restaurant looks like in terms of that you'll need a host session or you need wait staff, you might need bar staff, you'll need kitchen staff, and then there'll be other elements to running your business, like someone designing a menu, for example, which is potentially something you can outsource. But if you are in a building phase and you're building towards an agency, think about how much money you wanna make, how many clients you wanna service, how many hours do you wanna work? How many people do you wanna manage? And, and just check in with yourself and work out, you know, where are you where are you going you 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 don't have to scale to like a multi-million dollar business you don't have to keep growing you will be really happy with where you're at and you might want to review your team and refine processes and look if you can automate things or you might want to build out a plan for if some of your team members leave and you've got to backfill them it doesn't always have to be about growth but we need to be looking at our business and working out are we on the way to where we want to go or how is it sitting with us at the moment are we happy is there anything we can refine and then also I, I really highly recommend if you do have team then I would look at actually look at each of those individuals and then look at their roles and then check in with them so work out how they're feeling have we got regular check-ins with our team members how do they feel are they what we we want is to always be able to stretch our team members to a certain extent to give them job satisfaction now you'll typically have different types of people in your business you'll have people who are gunning for growth and change and like to build have we got opportunities for them if they're high performers and then other people you have who are just plodders who just want to come to work and do their work and then go home and log off for the day which is fine too but I think it's worth about thinking what type of workers have you got in your business and have you got work that's going to make them happy and I also recommend looking at love languages for your team and working out how you can praise them how you can communicate with them is it acts of service is it words of affirmation what is what is making your team happy what is sustaining them are the roles that you can reject jig to stretch them into are the opportunities for promotion are the opportunities for consolidating some of your roles or outsourcing them and this doesn't have to be like a really brutal culling of staff exercise i think it's future proofing your business so if your talent drops out if some of your team members drop out what does that look like for your business and does it train change your structure so i know i'm throwing a lot of information at you Feel free to 
drop me a message and if any of these points really resonate with you we can absolutely dig into them more but long-term strategy or look at where you want to go same with your role look at where you want to go and then work out some steps to get there and then future-proof your business we talk about future-proofing your business a lot are those roles sustainable if someone left would you be able to place them would you rejig any of your roles are there parts of your team's roles that you can strip back and automate so i'm giving you a lot to think about but i think it's taking what's going to work for your business from these points and then working out what that looks like for your strategy so far we've touched on your overall strategy of your hiring your role and this is to get you feeling pumped and goal setting and have sort of a plan that you're working towards now i would also recommend if you have hired in the past year or you're thinking about hiring it is really important to think about your hiring process so what does that look like what time is it taking you how much money does it cost you so once you are in the stage of your business where you are going to hire you want to create something that is basically a repeatable process so nobody wants to do a process and then have to redo it and start from scratch you can have a hiring process you can look at what's worked for you when you've hired previously look at how much time it's taken if you create really solid job descriptions and job adverts you you shouldn't completely be rewriting your job advert even if it's for a different role the things that would stay the same on your job job advert would be about your company and what's amazing working for you and then you're just building out the sections of your advert that focus on the individual role so there's things that you should absolutely build out in your hiring process and have as a process have as a strategy have as a library so your job descriptions your job adverts your interview templates your offer emails your interview booking logistics all of these are, are, are templates and processes that can be implemented and rolled out again and again but i think it's really worth if you have hired before critically evaluating your hiring process and working out what works well what doesn't work where there's room for improvement you really want to systemize your hiring process you don't want to be starting from scratch every time you do want the process to be repeatable and this is really time consuming guys i'm going to be really really honest with you hiring the for the first few times it's a really long process because you are doing all of this stuff from scratch now that is exactly why i created the hiring playbook it is a plug and play process for your hiring that you can implement into your business it's an 80 page guide it's got every template plus all the guidance that you're going to need so you don't have to think <laughs> you basically don't have to think you can just steal my process which is proven and tweak it ever so slightly for your business right and then there's training videos to help you every step along the way so if you want more you just watch the relevant video for the section of the hiring process that you're out but it literally gives you a full overview of the process, all the strategy steps, and then breaks your individual hiring process down into bite-sized chunks with all the templates, with all the processes, right? But if you, um, so if you haven't done that yet, absolutely have a look at the hiring playbook. I highly, highly recommend it. Feel free to DM me on Instagram if you've got questions, more than happy to answer them. But systemize and create a process for your hiring. If you haven't started hiring yet, have a look at have, definitely have a look at that mini course i mentioned earlier on in the podcast so the ultimate pre-hiring checklist and mini course that is going to get you off to a winning start 
and then you might choose to do some coaching build out your own processes um, or have a chat with me about how we can refine that for you and guys these these processes these templates these free guides they are all designed for small business so they are appropriately priced to support you i want as many women in small business who want to hire and grow their teams to do exactly that right remember that's my goal is to support you so that's what all of these resources are for now something i want to go back to that i mentioned in the last podcast was around attraction marketing so if you are a business that is always recruiting is always needing talent i think this is a really good time to look at your attraction marketing for applicants so i know we think a lot about attraction marketing for our clients like who is our ideal client how are we speaking to them on our socials how are we showing up for them how does our website talk to them but if you know that you always need to hire what are you doing to target talent in your niche so are you consistently talking about your business and how fantastic you are to work for on your socials Do you have a section of your website that's dedicated to working for you? And then do you regularly recruit and do you have a process and a system for that? So just something to think of. That is a whole podcast episode in itself. But we are increasingly at hiring advantage working with more clients that are in that camp that they do need to hire all the time. They constantly have demand from their clients. And the only way that they can service them is by hiring and growing their teams. So if that is you, if that's resonating with you, you need to look at an ongoing hiring strategy and that one that is passive and one that is active because you always want to have the option for great talent to apply to you and find you because every person who does that is a win and it's going to save you so much time and money in terms of scaling your team. As I mentioned, there are numerous ways to work with Hiring Advantage and get that support. So Hiring Playbook, I look, I think every small business needs something like this. You are at some point, like you are with everything else in your business, like your team communications, your finance structures, your payroll, your client experience, your onboarding experience, you are going to build a process and systemize it or automate it. This is all the work done for you in the Hiring Playbook. If you are ongoing recruitment and it's costing you way too much time and money, that is something we can absolutely support you with as well. So keep following me on Instagram, guys. Keep listening to the podcast. I am so here to support you and really excited for the next part of the three-part series, Ambitious AF and Ready to Grow in 2023. And part three is all going to be about doing the do. Uh, So actually how to operationalize it and execute it. I think execute is the tagline word that we're going with. Now, just to recap on what we talked about in today's episode. So we talked about your longer term strategy, which includes your business's long term strategy, but also your role. Check in with both. Make sure you're feeling great about it. Work out what your long term goal is and just take small steps to work towards it. Reviewing your hiring process and having a plan and having a strategy for that. And if you are a business that is always recruiting, look at attraction marketing for your business and have a pathway for incredible talent to find you. So, you know, you're going to be doing active recruitment drives quite a lot if you're that sort of business. But also look at if someone looks at your website, is there a way they know how to contact you? If they're on your socials, is there a way they know how to contact you to apply for work? As I said to you in the last episode, these 
podcasts are stripped back. I'm not highly editing them. I'm just talking to you raw and genuine authentic because it comes from the heart and I want to get this these episodes into your ears. Um, it is the end of the year. I've got my podcast editor who's taking a big holiday. So I'm, I'm going forth and doing the thing so you get it into your ears. But I would love to hear your feedback on this episode as always. For everyone who listens to the podcast, honestly, it, it means so, so much to me. It is a labour of love the podcast and I just so hope that you are getting value and takeaways from it for your business any questions reach out thanks so much for listening